Hello and welcome to the Teppi Show. Pun absolutely intended. The podcast where we talk about the things that nobody wants to talk about. The uncomfortable truths of life, all for the sake of growth and self-actualization. Bettering your human interactions, one podcast at a time. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you will grow. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome your host, Tepisho Kongo. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 14. Um, on this beautiful Sunday, I've asked a very special guest to join me. Um, the love of my life, my hubby. My drop dead gorgeous hubby, wonderful man of God. Pumilele <laughs> Kondo, yes! Hey guys. <laughs> hey Pum, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. What's up? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, so this past week we just celebrated our anniversary and I just thought it would be cool to come on here and to just talk about marriage. Mm, yeah. yeah. Because we actually, like, started our YouTube channel last time. <laughs> this time last year, after we celebrated our anniversary as well, because somebody was asking um, how does to, to to be married for, I think, a year at that time, or was our first year, and whatnot. And then we actually started our YouTube channel on that, and then we, <laughs> we kind of fell off the wagon. <laughs> yeah. But anyways... <laughs> The Tippy Show guides you guys. Looks like every year you'll be getting an update, if not from our YouTube channel, from my podcast, or even Pum's podcast that's going to come out um, later. So yeah, Pum, two years. Mm, it's been good two what years. Two plus years. <laughs> mm. How has it been? It's been good. Marriage is a beautiful thing, man. Had a lot of great experiences with you. And yeah, it's been really awesome experience, man. Mm. I found a good thing in you. Oh, that is so sweet. By the way, guys, I didn't script this one because eh, I wanted it to be as authentic and as genuine as possible. So, babe, feel free, ne? Feel free to mm. just talk. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll edit out what I don't want. I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll just see. <laughs> we'll see. Tell me here, what do you wish someone had told you about marriage? Um, I don't know, actually, to be honest. Um, I can't think of anything just off the top of my head, but I think... One thing maybe is that um, it requires you to be extremely intentional and mm. in everything that you do or in everything that you want to do. Yeah, just intentionality, like being intentional about um, building a strong marriage, being intentional about like actually like appreciating your marriage and like being intentional about everything that's required in order to actually get the marriage and have the marriage that you you mm. actually want yeah. what, do, what does that look like on like a day-to-day -day basis like practically speaking when you say being intentional what does that look like to like some newlywed out there or somebody who's considering getting married yeah look i mean i don't know maybe in, even intentional isn't the right word but i'm still trying to figure out how to kind of word it but i think just literally on a day-to-day -day basis just being intentional to love your spouse so like there's this whole notion where you're when you're dating you take things very seriously and you don't want anyone to see you make mistakes and you're all prim and proper and you're always perfect and you know you always have that perfect side to you and then like when you get married you kind of lose that 
and i guess that's why people say you should always stay dating when you when you get married um mm. so just being making sure to remain intentional in doing the things you used to do before you got married mm. um so if you guys used to go on dates like going on dates like um if you used to do nice things for your spouse your wife or your husband continue to do those nice things don't just stop them just because now you're married, you're married. um mm. that's that's what i mean like in terms of being intentional mm. um yeah no like i i agree with you like um definitely like marriage really what you get out is what you put in so it's i always find it strange that other people like to envy other people's marriages but they're not working on their own look the grass will always be greener where you water it you know so if you never water your own grass and you don't um focus on your marriage it's bound to dry out <laughs> you know like yeah. maybe the rains will come from the heavens here and there yeah you know but it's it's like your thing it's it's your garden to keep and actually it's interesting that i'm actually just using this analogy of a garden because i was actually just reading the song song of solomon and you know again it's the same theme of like your god and your beauty and we're reading proverbs together as well you know mm. the, the the wife of your youth you know yeah 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 that kind of thing no i re- i really like that you said that because um that's that's very true and i've also like seen how you do that as well like um you've been the same like before before we got married and even now that we're married you've been consistent so like I'm trying man. Kudo- trying. kudos to you man <laughs> trying, trying. kudos to you I-, I think i know what to say it's um it's what i would have wanted someone to tell me is that marriage is not automatic mm. yeah and building a good marriage is not automatic mm. it requires intentionality and hard work yeah but didn't you already know that the thing is like you can learn things but then only see the impact of them in practicality like you can hear someone say yeah marriage is hard work you can hear someone say like mm. yeah like you know marriage requires you to be intentional or whatever but then it's not until you're married and until you're like in the driver's can, seat in the driver's seat where you realize oh okay like I, you can like almost see yourself for some reason you feel like ah oh, because i'm married like i can chill and you can't kind of like take on that position you have to like take on the position of being intentional and realizing that it's not going to be automatic for you to get where you want to get when you say chill what do you like mean like remember like when, just, I was ex- when i was just, when i, just, I was i just saying, wanted to be more specific so that someone who's not married can have a clear picture of what we're talking about like i was saying like in the beginning like it's just like that thing of like when you're dating to marriage like that transition in the first year or like in the first couple of months like i don't know people use this term honeymoon phase right so typically in those in that time you'd still basically be like your dating phase but then maybe a year later two years later three years later you get to that place where sometimes you you feel like oh okay now like you can kind of relax you're married now you've been married for 5 years and you feel like now you can relax you don't now dress up as nice for your husband you don't buy your wife flowers you don't mm. you so that's that's what well, that's what mm. I kind of mean so it's obviously mm. going to look different for everyone cuz everyone does different things for their spouses mm. but that's kind of what I what mm. I'm trying to get at yeah and i think i've actually seen that um quite a lot especially like with 
older generations of people that have been married for like a long time mm. you know mm. um or like old men that like they don't tell their wives i love you because they're like what do they say I told you I loved you when we got married and I haven't changed my mind. I'll let you know when I change my mind. So I don't have to tell you every day. <laughs> and it's like, what do you mean? You have to yeah, tell me you yeah. love me. Like, what the flip? You know? Yeah. You yeah. can't, like, not hear I love you. Because also, when you say it every day, it's also like um, getting to hear your spouse's frame of mind in mm. that day. You know? Um, maybe there is a day. That you don't feel like you love your spouse. But maybe later that day, it changes. Like, say maybe you had a fight. And then later that day, maybe you haven't said I love you all morning and whatever. But then later that night, before you go to bed, you know, it just kind of like... I don't know. I feel like every time you say I love you in your marriage, it like adds more more fire, more flames, more nurturing, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's and that's the mm-hmm. thing. One thing I learned in marriage now is that... Um, the small things, the small things are the big things in marriage, you know? Yeah. It's not always like the big lavish gifts if you have that in your marriage, but it's actually the small consistent things. Yeah. Yeah. Like simple things like saying, I love you daily. It sounds Mm -hmm. like very simple. And maybe before you get married, you're like, well, what are these people talking about? Just me when you get married and you like get to like year five or something. (laughs) And then you stop saying, I love you. Even that's such a simple thing. It's such a simple, simple thing, you know, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. complimenting your spouse or appreciating your spouse. Like one of the things that Puma has really taught me is just being appreciative of everything. Um, you know, because that's what he would do. And, and then now I mimic him. So now I'm also like very appreciative of things. I look for the beauty in things and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, so small things like that, or even like, um, helping out with the, with, um, like chores or domestic duties and that mm. kind of thing. I think that's something that's also, cause I don't know. I think some husbands think that it's, it's like, okay, not that it's, you shouldn't bring big gifts, but like, you know, you want to get your wife this lavish gift, but 364 days in the year you haven't even been helping around the house and it's like if you ask your wife (laughs) like would you rather have the gift or would you rather have somebody even if maybe they didn't get you like a huge lavish gift but they helped you day by day you know like just something small they don't have to take over i think every wife would opt for that you know Mm. so it's like literally Mm. like the small things that i think people like need to understand that Every, like, small little thing, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, for me, like, I really appreciate it if maybe, um, if maybe I get, maybe sometimes you wake up before me and then I mm. wake up a little bit later and then I wake up because I need to go to the loo and then when I go to the loo, then when I come back, you've made the bed. It's like, <laughs> okay, I'm still sleeping, but thanks. You know, just like, <laughs> just the, like the little, like, small things, you know, just yeah. assisting around, just always being mindful of how you can, um you know serve you serve your spouse mm, yeah, yeah i think i think the serving is is like super key and mm. also i mean the thing with like serving as well was nice like just to go on like what you were saying about like it's it's about the small things is when you serve you start to see the small things it's when you don't serve that you like you forget and you completely become like a mist to like the needs of your spouse almost you know mm. but when you do serve you're constantly learning more 
about more about, your spouse. more about your spouse and what they what they are need and maybe their needs have changed or maybe they like something in a different way now um but you wouldn't know that unless you're actually serving them on a continual basis and that goes to both husbands and wives it doesn't just go to wives um as some men would think um serving is something that is required for both husband and wife it's not mm. given to just one spouse to do within the marriage mm. um yeah i mean at the end of the day as children of god as well, we need to remember that we are servers as well um just mm. for 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 humanity in general but when it comes to the marriage as well you you serve mm. Mm, mm. Yeah. So since your name is success, ah. <laughs> what makes for a successful marriage? What is the key to a successful marriage? What makes a marriage a success? Ah, it's a loaded question because I think there's no one key, honestly, to to have a successful marriage. And I, I always hear people ask this question, and they always ask it like. Whenever I hear like very seasoned like people who have been married for years, and they answer, you know, and it's like you can hear like this person's been married for years, and they give very simple answers, and you're like, yeah, but is that like is that it? <laughs> um, but anyways, like from my side personally, I think just having um, the foundation should be God. Mm. Um, I think having that there really just like alleviates the pressure off of the marriage a whole lot mm. um and also just brings a peace upon your marriage as mm. well and a joy as well just to enjoy um marriage right mm. um so having god at the center of the marriage i think would be the most vital thing mm. but obviously there's also things like communication like we spoke about serving there's mm. is there's a whole lot of other things that go with it that um that make a successful marriage but one thing i would say is i think how we've gotten where we've gotten so far is like communication and that's one thing that we both believe very strongly in is mm. communicating and being transparent and just really sharing everything really mm. um and there can be no growth of a relationship without communication. So I think communication, I would probably say, um, really having that 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 strong relationship with God, each person, mm-hmm. um, and having the Word of God, the foundation of the relationship, and then I would mm-hmm. go next just to say, communication. So uh, tell me, when you said, uh, did you say having Christ at the center? So having a Christ-centered yes. marriage, what does that look like? What does that mean? Like first, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm unsaved. <laughs> I just came to hear about the marriage. Now, what does that mean to like have a Christ-centered marriage or to have God in your marriage? What does that mean? Well, I think first and foremost, to to be able to have God at the center of your marriage, um, you need to first of all accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in your own personal life, right? Mm. So that you can be changed not your not your spouse so that you can personally be changed Mm. um and then your spouse as well Mm -hmm. right yeah um but then above that talking about having god at the center it's talking about having the word of god at the center so it's like what the bible says about marriage Mm. should be a priority it shouldn't Mm. be your own preconceived ideas of marriage it shouldn't be like what you think goes what your mama said or what your mama said or what your daddy daddy said said. (laughs) it's it's, it's, what somebody on youtube said yeah right it's 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 what the word of god says so it says husbands love your wives as christ loved the church 
and wives um, submit to your husbands, right? Mm. So, I mean, those are the two main things, but obviously there's there's a whole lot that, that comes from that, right? Mm. Mm. So, but it just, I'm just using that as an example just to say that the word of God should really be the, the center, center of of how you you mm. go um with your marriage yeah and then just having a relationship with god on a daily basis individually and then together as a couple mm. i mean we haven't been the greatest at that yeah i, I was mean, actually just about to, to say guys um i had a friend i don't know if i can mention her but anyways so she was just telling me that she was upset because her and her husband don't pray together and then i was like you don't need to pray together <laughs> Because we, because we, because we no, didn't. Not only because we didn't, but yeah. we were taught that like you shouldn't like. No, not that it's no, like. Not that word. Yeah, but they like no, but they said it kind of like doesn't count when you like pray with your wife and you both need to pray your own separate. Yeah, yeah, prayers. yeah. No, that so that, that was like what was being like pushed. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't count if you're praying together as a couple. Like, they didn't say it doesn't count when you're praying together as a couple. It was just like a, you must have yeah. your own individual time with God. So the emphasis was always own individual time with God, mm. you know? So even, like, I think maybe that thinking got passed on to me. And then mm-hmm. when we got married, um, I, I didn't realize that I didn't transition from, you know, that. But then, um, yeah, then I think I told her, nah, it doesn't matter. Then I said, we don't pray together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's only recently, um, what are we, I think we're watching Jimmy Evans. Yeah, I think we're, we're watching Marriage Today. And they were like, you need to pray together. And I'm like, oh, snap. What have we been doing? Because mm. we haven't been praying together. Mm. There, you know? I mean, there, there, were, there were times, I think, um, that we did where, pray we, together. where we did. And then I think for some reason, like, we didn't continue. Like, we weren't consistent with yeah. it. Like, at the end of every day, like, we would pray before we went to bed. Um, yeah. But I think we just weren't Coming consistent with it. But, but I, th- I think mm. it's definitely key. Um, we, we like when it came to major things, like we would pray, like we, we pray and fast like together. But yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's important just to in the day to to the day to day, you know, like have have prayer there. Um, and and yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely an essential part of of yeah of a relationship. Yeah, so then that's what happened. So I said, no, nah, you don't need to pray together, like, naively, ignorantly, whatever you want to. But, like, genuinely, that's because, like I said, that's what I was taught and that's what I thought it had to be. And then it's like, then Jimmy was like, you need to pray together. So I was like, oh, my gosh, my bad, you know. Um, then I'm like, flip, you actually need to pray together because how else do you do you unify in spiritual matters? You mm-hmm. know, how, how else do you both... Like, how else does God speak to you together? Like, how else are you having a meeting with God? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, how else do you renew your minds together? How else do you know what's on your spouse's heart? Yeah. How else do you come under each other's covering? Like, you know, and I pray for poor men. You know, does my spouse know what I'm praying for them? Because I don't know. Or maybe it's also maybe the way we grew up as well. You know, where our parents, like, they didn't necessarily pray together. Um, I'm not sure about you, but for me, like, for instance, my mom always mm. should always be praying, like yeah. twelve o'clock women's praying, one o'clock women's praying. And when I say twelve o'clock, I mean AMs, like you know, like those are cultic <laughs> times. Like there, she's doing spiritual warfare. My mom is praying and she's praying yeah, and she's yeah. always been the one praying. So maybe it's also like maybe I also didn't see it. I didn't really see like you know, kind of people like praying together. Like I mean, we did sometimes as a family mm. pray together. My mom would be like, "Okay, get your Bible out," you know. 
But yeah. um yeah, maybe I've never seen because sometimes guys, sometimes you just don't do things because you just you've never seen it. It's not even like that deep. Like mm. you've just never seen people pray together. Like I can't remember there's something that we did together and then someone was like, Wow, I've never seen anybody do that uh, together. I can't remember what it was though. I, don't I forgot. Know. It was just something but it was like something small. Oh yes, I remember. It was just one time we, we went to the mall. Um was Zandi? She. I feel like I've mentioned Zandi in every podcast. Like honestly, <laughs> honestly, like I nah. I need to for every for every time that I mention Zandi, she owes me a dollar. Anyways, and then that time when we went to the mall with her, and I was wearing high heeled boots because to be sure, I must always wear high heels. Like I need to stop extra this extra. Anyways, <laughs> and then my feet got sore, and then um. You were helping me with my shoes and you obviously you bent down and you got me a seat and then you, you unzipped my shoes and you like, you know, help mm, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you helped me take them off. Did I have extra shoes? I can't remember what we were doing. Or uh, nah, you were just removing your the inside. The, what are you wearing? You're wearing socks. I was wearing socks, yeah, inside. because it was cold and I needed to be warm. But now yeah. adding socks made my foot super thick and now the boot was like, clamping me and it was so and then anyway so Zandi just saw that and then what else and then even the one time when I did the podcast that I did with Zandi um because we did we do video every time I do a podcast um a remote interview with somebody I always do video even though I don't post the video but I can always see the person I'm talking to so she could see like Pum helping me set up for my podcast and everything and then she was just like wow um you know growing up I always felt like the woman had to be in charge and the woman had to you know, always be the ones faffing around and looking after the men. And she's like, but then when I saw you and I saw Pum, like, he was the one that was faffing around you and helping you with your shoes and helping you. And I was like, jeez, like, girl, you were just watching. Like, I'm like, it was just shoes, you know? <laughs> like, it was literally just shoes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, then obviously now it hit me. Like, sometimes you really just haven't seen something as basic. So even like, it sounds simple to say you should pray together. Maybe you never saw any a couple praying together, so you don't know what that looks like. So therefore, you don't do it because not because you don't want to, but just it's something that's never been done. But yeah, so consequently, we realize that now we need to pray together because we need to unify, we need to be on the same page. Yes, we can all we can pray individually, but now we are one, um, and we also need to pray together. So we've also started like praying together and also reading the word together because also that's also another thing. We also had like different, um reading plans type yeah. of thing but then now obviously we're working towards unifying that and making it one because we are going to have children and when we have children we can't all be reading our own things well yes we can you know because remember it doesn't mean that just because we're saying you need to read one thing that it's only like that one time you're going to read the bible so what i do is when i'm reading with pum we're reading proverbs then when i read my own thing i'm studying something separate and he's also studying his own separate thing but we still have that time we do together so also like when our kids come as well um you know and we have family time so we've also had to like make that change as well Mm. because we were both christians but i think also just integrating everything integrating the prayer integrating you know because i think maybe we'd fight less with our spouses if we prayed together yeah yeah because i don't i I can't imagine you're going to be fighting with somebody that you're praying with like your prayer partner how or not when there's so many demons in, in, in hell trying to wreck your marriage. No ways. <laughs> no ways. No ways. Okay. So now, Pamela, let's tell me what has been the not so great of being married. And yes, you have free reign. <laughs> Don't be scared. 
Um, we talk about things that no so one wants great. to talk about. Yeah, the not so great. Um, okay, so not so nice things about marriage. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily not so nice things about marriage, but um, maybe I would say like challenging things. Like I think it's more like a challenge. Um, just navigating like being one yet at the same time you're still like two different people so like for me for example like i'm a very like i wouldn't say i'm not confrontational but i lean more towards like peace you know so um i think just like small fights and like just misunderstandings about small things like things like that for me it's like you know so something that seems small for me like can seem like maybe it's a bigger thing for you um so like for example if i don't close the fridge for example or if i leave the lights on or if i so <laughs> just small things like that really just small misunderstandings maybe i forgot or maybe you know like i don't know most times i just honestly i just forgot or i was gonna do something um so it's i think for me it's just like small things just misunderstandings about small things that can sometimes lead into like big like fights or arguments not even like fights or arguments but just like misunderstandings and then like we're upset at each other or you know like not on like great terms just at that moment um just because of like small things essentially um but i think i think yeah i don't like when i just giving it thought like i don't think there's too much that i wouldn't say like is not nice like there's a lot more nice than not nice things about marriage you know um but i think i'd honestly need to give it some thought um to be able to actually give like a more conclusive proper proper answer um but i don't even know if that's like <laughs> Is that enough? Is that good? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I don't know. Okay, break it down for me. I don't know. What, what what would you say? Maybe if you give an example, then I'll be able to as well think of like what how you want to kind of get your question across. I don't know. No, no, it's, it's fine the way you answered. If you're happy with how you answered it, that's, yeah. that's fine. We're not going to tweak it. Um, Yeah, I agree in that like, you know, marriage is just uh learning 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 you don't stop learning mm. well actually depending on how great you want your marriage to be because i mean you know you can't enter the marriage and be like all right i'm done thanks <laughs> you know i got the wife got the spouse i'm done you yeah know? yeah um but if you enter it understanding that you're still gonna have to learn and figure things out um you know and so forth by the way bro electricity is expensive believing fridge doors open <laughs> but you see so that's also like another thing we've had to like um unpack so we can also like understand each other more mm. you know because pums would think that something like that is small and i'm like it is small but it's not like i don't think it's small that it's insignificant because everything like adds up so if you if you leave lights on and and for me, I, you know, me and the heater guys, same WhatsApp group. And I've, you know, I've got the heater on, electric blanket on. 
um you know so for me i'm like all these things is adding up type of thing yeah, you know? and yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like something for me it's just like something small like it's just the door of the fridge you know you can leave the door open yeah sure we'll get cold and whatever but then i think for me it's always when i'm looking at like the whole picture like if this happens and this leads to that so we've also had to like sit down and unpack like how why we view certain things the way we do like for instance i had to learn that because there was this other meme i saw and i think it was around facebook where it said that um what did they say i didn't know that there was a wrong way to close the milk ever since i met my wife or i didn't know that there was a wrong <laughs> way to do something a whole milk until but i yeah, met my that's wife the point. yeah that's really the point, so then right? i also had to like challenge like myself and my thinking like why mm. why do i think the milk needs to be put this way in the fridge you know like um for instance perfect example eggs mm-hmm. i don't know if it's country specific because i think people do different things differently like for instance here in derbs um i saw my, i noticed my mom-in-law they put the eggs in the fridge and mm. then at home um it's not that we don't put the eggs in the fridge but maybe because it doesn't get that humid and whatever we leave the eggs like outside mm. but also in other countries i don't know if it's america or uk we like literally the whole country they make eggs in the fridge i mean they put eggs in the fridge and then other countries they put eggs outside so it's just like yeah. a simple thing like that it's like it's just different ways of doing things it doesn't mean that mm. because you do this thing this way it's right or because you i mean i i i, th- I think like that unless obviously it's going to have an impact so i've also mm. had to like um Yeah, just question the things that I believe. Why do I think that, you know, just because my mom said this must be done this way, um it doesn't mean that's the only way to do it, you know, because maybe Pum told maybe Pum's mom told him to do something another way. And either way, both those methods will still yeah, get to like one thing. So mm. what's the point of me fighting my husband saying you must put the milk this way when it doesn't really matter, like it's not going to affect the marriage. Yeah. Um yeah. So I think there was this one time where I think yeah we just chat I can't remember what we're talking about exactly but just like the whole thing like when I'm saying this this is what I mean what are you hearing you know and then mm. also because I was also trying to like understand my husband better guys living with an introvert does a lot because you have to be like wow it's so dramatic though <laughs> <laughs> it is though because you know you have oh, wow. to like process and think okay like what am I saying to this man why am I saying this how am i saying it most importantly you know so that obviously he doesn't get the wrong message cuz like um i don't know like growing up we were just my dad was very like getlarking very waste conscious i don't know what the word what word to use just in case he listens to this but like yeah so we like we didn't waste don't believe in wasting and whatever so and then now i made pom where in their family they, they they throw away food cannot okay, like whole bits of food but like food that i think Guys, it's, like it's not like that though okay yeah i don't like that but like you throw away stuff that i was like ah but we could have eaten that you know <laughs> no but but, but but i think like it's like like you were saying like you just grow up in different, different Homes, households yeah. and different things like for example like if something for me like i feel like is about to be off or is off in the fridge i'll throw it away you know like i'll rather not have it there you know what i mean so it's it's just like it's not like now kawista no, the, the no, thing no, is but off. not always you know what i mean but like no 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 i'm not talking about off specifically 
But like just like when there's still like a specific quantity left. Mm. The oftenness I understand. I mean obviously we ain't trying to get sick or anything, you know. Um old habits that hard. But yeah, that completely. But I'm talking about certain quantities. Like mm. when you think something is finished and when I think it's not. That's what I'm talking oh, about. It's more like toothpaste things, like cutting over yeah, the toothpaste type toothpaste. of vibe. Yes, toothpaste ah, is one okay. of them. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like things that you can still squeeze out more. And mm. you're like, nah, it's done. Or like the other day, like, you know, when I had like some chips, like I explained, I, I took a few chips and then I, I left like a few because I don't want to be that brother-in-law that eats up everything. So just like, I left a few. But I did it deliberately. It's not because I don't want to eat the chips. I just thought maybe somebody else might want to have. Because for me, um, I don't know. It might be weird to people. But like for me, I always appreciate. Because I don't eat like a lot of things. Like I eat a lot, but I don't eat a lot of things. So sometimes, um, like for instance, the, the quantity of cool drink that I have. I have like a little bit of cool drink. Like anyone who offers me cool drink, I always ask for like half a glass. And then if I want more, I have another half. And then I've had one glass altogether. But then maybe somebody, um, when they have like half a glass of something left in the fridge, they would want to toss it or finish it or drink it from the bottle. And I'm like, no, because that's that's still a portion for me. It's a portion. It's a sizable portion for me to consume, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So just, just things like that and having to like... I just then just like okay you know because like I drink that much anyway so now sometimes people are like oh no it was just a little bit left but that little bit is what I would have drank as a normal portion anyway because like I, I want to drink more water so I spend more time drinking a lot of water and then I, I have like half a glass of fizzy drink so I never have like a full glass and I hate it when somebody pulls me a full glass because then I don't finish it then it's awkward then it's just unnecessary you know so just things like that we've just also had to like learn and also understand but i think the general rule of thumb that we came to was that if it's not gonna what do people say if it's not gonna matter in five years we're not gonna spend more than five minutes if it's not gonna matter in the next five years we're not gonna spend more than five minutes thinking about it if whatever that five 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 thing or what we but we say is like i always have to like ask myself look is this thing detrimental to marriage is it going to make a huge difference no it's not okay let it go so mm. been doing a lot of like let it go let it go let mm. it go let yeah it i go. think in marriage sometimes you really just have to like choose your battles you know like mm. it's not necessary to be going on about everything mm. like not everything is important like you're saying like yeah some things really like guys they just don't matter like mm. it really doesn't matter like <laughs> <laughs> if someone makes one mistake and they haven't made that mistake before it doesn't matter like mm. it's really okay Maybe the person just forgot. Maybe, mm. you know what I mean? So I think it's important then just to go off of that. It's just to always remember that like in marriage, there has to be like like a substantial amount of grace compared to other relationships. Other mm. relationships, yeah, whatever. You'll always give grace. But the thing with those relationships is like you see people, maybe if you see them every day, you work with them, you go to school with them or whatever. Um, but like marriage, like you're with the person like all the time, all the life, time, all the yeah, time. You live with together. them, you're doing mm. life together. So you're bound to step on each other's toes at some point. And when that does happen, you just have to show each other grace because we are humans and we all make mistakes at some point. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think it's, it's really just just to show each other grace as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's also been like a key thing, like just also understanding, you know, like that. You know, we're both also learning. We're both also growing, mm. you know, like none of us are perfect. 
So therefore, we need to give room for people to grow and to change and to become mm-hmm. better. And you can't hold your spouse to a mistake they've made. Otherwise, you won't give them the space or the room to grow and become the person that you actually think they should be. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think I also had to make um, just on that topic of perfection, because I think in my head, I, I thought you were perfect. Mm. And then we were doing stuff. I was like, what is this perfect boy doing? Obviously, I didn't say it like that, but I realized that my frustration was coming from the fact that I mm. had this idea that you were perfect. I don't even know why. I like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Far from, hey? <laughs> yeah, but I think that's what was causing friction, though. Yeah. Because the whole time I'd be upset that you're doing things wrong. And I'm like, but why? Mm. I know it's weird to think a human being is perfect, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. Puma's just like a different kind of breed. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so I just, I just thought it was perfect. So, like, every time he did something, I'm like, what are you doing? And then I'd get irritated because in my head, so now I've had to adjust that mental picture and understand, okay, he's just a person. I don't know if maybe it's that view comes from Disney from when I was a kid, that your prince is Prince Charming. And I don't know, maybe I need to dig <laughs> deeper and go find out where does this thought come from, you yeah. know. But anyways, I've, I've had to also now understand because if, if I, like, for instance, other people are ordinary or other guys, guy friends, whatever. I'm just like, you're a normal dude. So when you do things and you mess up, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I, I didn't expect anything more, you know. <laughs> but with my husband, I'm like, I just have, I had this like expectation of like, you're a good guy and therefore you should be perfect in a sense. Not like as a pressure thing. It's just what I thought of him. I just thought, you're this guy can do no wrong. Mm. Um, I don't know, because he's a really chill dude and seems to... Very likable, like by a lot of people, very chilled, you know, has great relationships, you know. I don't know anyone who doesn't like Pum, you know, type of thing. So for me, I guess it's just all the stuff that I've seen of him. And then now when he does do something, I'm like, what are you doing? But I think also we also discovered that he was also now also putting a lot of pressure on himself as well, like to impress me, you know. And then we've had to like learn, I don't know, man, we're human beings, man, like, it's okay to go like a day without showering or two, you know, and then just be comfortable in that. Like it's it's what it's like we'll live, we'll live, you know. So it's it's been a lot of learning, guys. I won't lie. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's been a lot of learning and learning, um, extending grace, definitely, oh, and also communicating and also trying to understand the other person as well. So I think for me. I've just been trying to understand this introvert man. Like introverts, they're like, what's that that animal that just crawls up and then it's like a little ball and then you have to like unpack it. Or is it a flower? Whatever. That if it's a flower that hasn't bud and you have to like unpeel each and every nah, layer. I, I don't even think it's that deep, honestly. Like I think we, No, but I, just also understanding you. No, but you I, what when I when I say I don't think it's that deep, I think cause it it it, it applies to both. Like whether you're introvert or extrovert, at the end of the day, I guess. your spouse will need to understand you. Because if you're extrovert, there's still you have your own tendencies as an extrovert that mm. someone else might not understand. But aren't they not more visible? Like, are they not more like? No, but the point is like if visible? if you're looking from a, if you're looking from a point where you don't understand the the way that person acts, the way that person speaks, the way they conduct themselves seems foreign or weird to you compared to. Like 
where you are like different you know mm. so so yeah i mean at the end of the day you really just need to take time to understand each mm. other and i think like it's 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 a constant thing like you just continue learning and we're continue learning about each other mm. and we had to like sometimes sit down and speak about like okay why is is this thing so and so and so or like how do you think you can give examples here yeah, don't, don't mind i, I don't remember what we're talking about but like one of the conversations we had the other day just led to like how do we think like how do we process things oh yeah how in do order we see to go things? about doing things or how do we mm. see things mm. and i was like i think i'm a very like at times a very one directional like focused person so if i'm going to do something for example if i'm taking my glass to go get some more drink from the fridge and there are plates that I'm passing my focus <laughs> is on going to get the drink <laughs> I wasn't planning on taking the plates at times sometimes I'll see the plates and I'll take them as well so that's why I'm saying like it's not like I'm always like that but majority of the time mm. then you're like ah this boy kanti you know past the, the plates the plate. he thinks I'm just a dishwasher yeah like wow. <laughs> <laughs> no I know you're not thinking yeah. like that but but the point yeah, is just yeah, like just being annoyed it's it's different whereas you 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 think like very like multifaceted like you can think like 5 10 15 things at the same time and kind of like execute them all like at once like at once like seamlessly or have a plan yeah or have a plan and like okay we're doing this 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 this, this and then it's kind of like okay it flows whereas for me like where it's it's either like one or like a few things or like one thing and, and then, then like that that for the me is thing, cool once that is completed exactly yeah. so it's, it's also just to, so when we understood that then we understood each other better and now mm. it's like if one someone does something and it's like it's it seems like ah this person it's it's not it's not it like it it's doesn't become deep it yeah. doesn't become deep like it doesn't become like an issue now because yeah. you understand That. or a wrong assumption mm, a wrong assumption yeah mm. yeah yeah actually that conversation was actually quite an eye opener because i always used to wonder what babes like and then i realized that we were different so now the whole time i was mad at him for doing something but it's like that's the way he's built it's just a different function you know there's that other meme of like uh what's this when it says men's brain and women's brain and then it says men open one tab at a time you close mm. it and then women can have multiple tabs and funny enough even on my laptop right now at any given moment i always have even on my phone actually that's why i'm i always like i always clear my history and people's like he doesn't understand why because i have two browsers i have two browsers on my phone and at any given yeah, moment there's like tabs is crazy i know me. i know i have like 98 things open cuz i'm searching vacations i'm searching hacks business things Basement. I want to know what's happening in this country. I want to know what this is happening. I'm trying to find a shortcut. I want to cook a recipe. I want to know what can I do for my husband. So I'm reading things about marriage, relationship, everything in like this one tab, brave, and then in the other one, safari. Um, those are my frequently used stuff. So then I'm like searching, mm. you know, other things, um, places. Where can I get this? Where can I buy this? How do mm. I, you know, like there's always stuff that I'm like always searching, you know, mm. um, opportunities, how to like, you know, and then. Even on my laptop, there's also like more. And then I've realized, funny enough, on my husband's laptop, he doesn't have a lot of tabs open. So I think it's actually like, as much as that might have been a meme, I think it actually provides actual insight into like couples apps because Pum doesn't have like that many browsers. So 
I also just had to like, no, so, you know, instead of not punishing your spouse for them being themselves and just understanding that you're different. So then now mm. I've assumed the position of like, okay, I'm here to help my husband and I'm here to make his life easier. So he's going to maybe come to, he's going to have this one solution. And if it doesn't work, he's like, I don't know what to do. Whereas I know I'll have like this, 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 this. So it's fine. So now I'm just like, I'm just there to help you, you know? So I'm like, can you come to me instead of us fighting? Because I'm just like, why doesn't this boy just do this? Why doesn't he just, why is he telling me that this thing is wrong? Why isn't he, you know, why isn't he calling so to fix it? But I think that's the beautiful thing about marriage. It's like, you're a team. You're there to help each other. One another. So like, if one spouse can't do another thing, like it's mm. not to be like, yo, bro, like why can't you do that? I guess maybe there's chat certain things, like specific things that like, you know, you need to be doing that you can talk mm. about and then see, okay, why? But just generally speaking, you're a team and supposed to mm. be there to help mm. each other, you know? So, mm. and like sometimes the way one person acts is beneficial in another situation, whereas the other one isn't. And then the way another person acts is beneficial in another situation. Can you give an example? Um, Yeah, I think for example, like, I don't know, like we, like sometimes we cook differently, not all the time, but like sometimes we cook differently. Like, so when I'm cooking, like I like to take my time. (laughs) I'll just like cook at my own pace type of thing. Right. Mm. Whereas you, when you cook, like you cook, you take your time, but you many things at the same time, you know, (laughs) like, whereas for me, like I prefer like just to focus on that one thing that I'm cooking and make sure that it turns out right. Let that be done. Move on to the next thing. Like if if I'm making meat, let let me cook the meat. If I'm making Mm. like some nice caramelized onions, let me do that. Then the next thing I'll do that. Um, You know what I mean? So Mm. that's, that's how I, I move. Sometimes then I'll just, okay, two pens, three pens, whatever. Boom, boom. Let me make this thing quickly. But a lot of the times I just prefer just to, to to, to just like do one thing at a time in terms of the cooking. Yeah. That's actually a very good example. Uh, Perfect example. (laughs) Actually, that's so funny. Um, I like, I low-key cook like my dad, you know, so it's just chop, 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 chop. Yeah. But it's not because it want to be chop, chop, chop. It's just sometimes you're hungry or be, you have <laughs> other things that you want to do. So, like, um, I love cooking, guys. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love cooking. But then sometimes it's like you have other things you want to do. So, it's like, okay, I'm not trying to spend, f- okay, I won't say four hours, three hours, two hours in here. A long you time know? cooking, yeah. Yeah, so like, like Pum, for instance, he'll be making like a, a sandwich or they would, and then he'll do the caramelized onions first, then the eggs, then the patty, then the bacon, then this, you know? Whereas with me, like you said, I'll mix everything. So I'll do like two pans. So maybe I'll do eggs here, then I'll do onions, and then I'll even like do like a division, put, push the onions to one side so I can do something else in the yeah, same pan, yeah, mushrooms, yeah. so that... At that time, I'm doing three at a time, and then I'll be doing the toast there, and then we eat quickly. But it's fine because I appreciate my husband's cooking; it's really good. Um, but I think uh, the point is that we do things at the end. It's just like it's different, but, but it, it turns it, out at the it, end, it, it, yeah, we get yeah. to the same result. But yeah. but yeah, but in terms of the cooking, I think I need to start taking my time again. <laughs> <laughs> I think as I, I, I kind of see the, the 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 differences somewhere there, you know. But now, guys, it's been good. Okay, so what I want us to do now, then, I want us to just give um, words of wisdom or words of advice. So we're going to start for, I guess, single people, and then we'll do married. I uh, know, single people, dating people, people about to get married, engaged, whatever that phase, 
married people and then maybe divorced people. So yeah, so okay. you just say one thing, I'll say something, I'll say something, I'll say something, say something, say something. Uh, yeah. Okay. So singles. Yeah, we'll start with singles. So yeah, singles. Da da da. And then I'll say, then you say, then I say, then you say, then next one and so forth. Doesn't have to be long. It can even be like a one word thing. Um, or two. Okay. okay. I don't know. For for singles, I would say um, there's no rush. Mm. Um, take your time. Mm. Your priorities, your relationship with God. Mm. Um, there's really nothing more important than that. God will guide you to the person that you need to be with. Um, and um, I think it's very important not to allow society to put pressure on you to be dating or to be married mm. or to have kids or anything like that at, at a certain age. Don't let social media put that pressure on you. Don't let society put that pressure on you. Don't let your family or friends put that pressure on you. Ensure that everything is done in the time that you believe um, is right mm. and that you've discussed um, with, God. With, with, with God as well. Most importantly. Mm. Mm. Okay, to the singles, I would say, um, yeah, get knowledge. We're reading Proverbs now. So get knowledge, get understanding. Um, it's not just a saying. It's like really understand, seek to understand relationships and have like a goal you know like i think what's also been great about our relationship friendship marriage whatever is that there's always a goal like everything always has a purpose like we didn't just like randomly get married you know it's always had a goal and a purpose i was just telling point before we recorded earlier that i i personally decided that i wasn't gonna marry any rapper you know because i'm like uh, and trying to see myself in that scene So because I knew what I wanted And because I knew what God was calling me to do I knew that marrying a rapper wasn't it So therefore I didn't waste my time And waste somebody else's time By not knowing what I wanted And maybe you know hooking up with a rapper So mm. to speak So I think it's it's very important to get understanding Understand yourself as well Like, and I think the, the quicker you get to purpose The easier it is So that you also don't I don't want to say find have conflict, but so that you, you it's it's easier to navigate and move towards the goal, you know. Yeah. Um, for instance, if you know, like we're just talking about this whole pasta thing and marrying a pasta. If you know you want to be a business person, then you know consider should you then really be marrying a pasta, you know, and in the pasta race, a pasta, yeah, a man of God, you know. Um, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't, I'm not saying you can't, I'm not making all, I'm just, just saying that, just make it make sense, <laughs> okay, so that you, because you also don't want, like, conflict, and you don't want, like, to have to divorce at a later stage, because you guys are going in two completely different directions, so, yeah, get to know yourself, understand your purpose, find your purpose, that God reveal it to you, so that you know who needs to be on the journey with you. Like, I knew I wasn't going to do rapper things because I'm not about that life. Like, that's not me, you know? So I wasn't even... If I saw a rapper guy, good for you. Like, I wasn't even, you know? Mm. Yeah, anything else? No, I think it's good. Okay, so now we're going to move on to, like, the engaged people or, like, courting, courting engaged phase. Uh, okay, so for dating, courting engaged people, I would say... Be intentional with the person, um, getting to know the person that you eventually want to marry. 
um, mm. or that you're in a relationship with. Um, get to know them. Um, be friends. Um, don't put pressure on your relationship. Again, because of society or because of family, because of friends. Um, I mean, obviously, if it's like good, like counsel or advice coming from people that you both trust and and know to um, care about you, then it's like you can lend an ear, but don't let everyone have a voice in your relationship. Um, mm. uh, what else would I say? Honestly, I mean, there's there's so much really to 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 say. Um, so to the dating and the courting um, boundaries. Um, set boundaries in your relationship Mm. Um, ensure that your boundaries will keep you safe from you falling into sin before you guys are married Mm. Um, there is no one who is um, like immune to sin immune immune (laughs) immune to (laughs) sin or to temptation temptation. it's everyone gets tempted yeah yeah so so it's really important to have boundaries like um to ensure that you mm. can you can keep yourself from those situations and um yeah but like i think most important thing communication s- set the tone i think the dating and courting really is also just really just to like kind of set set a tone for the marriage mm. you know um mm. yeah mm. i don't know there's a lot more you go ahead yeah not i take think too much time. i love what pum said about boundaries i'll get to that but i think more than anything um yeah if you if you know you want to get married i would say stop preparing for marriage like i've never really understood this thing of like trying to do premarital counseling like five months before the wedding like i don't know what you must change in five months (laughs) you know like i don't know maybe it works i don't know i'm just thinking like for your profession you use the same degree that it took it took four years for you to obtain that degree. Fourth, well, three years, four years. Um, hey, well, the medicine people they're in their own special category. But anyways, you know, so you, it's like a four year degree that's gonna literally build your career for you for the next I don't know thirty, forty, fifty years. I mean, obviously, if if you if you then decide to do a post grad, but like that preparation for a lifetime thing, and then now for marriage. Which you probably you probably gonna change careers and whatever, but you can't change bosses. It doesn't make sense to me to only be prepping for six months or five months just before. So I would say if you know that you want to get married, like start working on yourself now. Start reading books, but at the same time, don't make it an idol. You know, um, don't ask me how because I don't know the keys to that one. <laughs> I'll find someone maybe you can come share how to not build the lines and how to not make idols of things. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, just try and keep God central. Yes, I think maybe and understand that even if he doesn't give you a husband or a spouse, um, still be okay with that. If you can't be okay with that, then I think, yeah, that might be an indication that you've now shifted into the idolatry part of things. But yeah, if you know you want to get married, yeah, start prepping, start reading books, start being intentional. But also at the same time, like Pum said, don't put pressure on your relationship to materialize into a marriage because maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe God is going to reveal things to you about this person to tell you that, nah, this ain't it, you know. Um, But with that being said, I really don't feel like God is a last minute God. So if God is like telling you already at the engagement phase that this is not the person, it makes me wonder like, were you listening all along? 
because I feel like God will always like tell you well in advance you know like I don't think the Holy Spirit will just let you enter an engagement and then when you about to do your nuptials be like ah so maybe you were being disobedient or maybe you were trying to cover things up or maybe you didn't even understand um because I had a situation like that there was a dude that I liked not Puma <laughs> Puma love <laughs> there was a dude that I liked but then I thought that he he checked all the boxes and I thought this dude was like the ish and uh, I felt the Holy Spirit telling me no but I was like I couldn't rationalize why not um, because I was like nah but this guy does this this person preaches this person this this person you know like they're out there in the church they're doing the most in the church I couldn't rationalize why why not why can't I be with this guy Lord? God knows guys God knows what people are struggling with in private so if I were you I would literally just trust God don't even try to make it make sense leave that to make it make sense thing that was for something else don't try and make it make sense. When God warns you, just take it because he knows what's in the future and he knows where you're going and he knows the type of person that you need. You can't choose a spouse for you now because as a person, you evolve. You evolve and you change as you grow, right? So therefore, let God, let God be in that department. Not your pastor, not not anybody else, God. God himself, he's more than capable of talking to his children and guiding his children in terms of covenant because this is a lifetime thing. Look, Anyone who has a vested marriage in your interest is definitely God because he's not a God of divorce. He hates divorce. He doesn't hate divorced people. He just hates divorce. Okay. So with that being said, make sure that you literally just, you need to hear what God is saying. Let, let God do the talking. Okay. So, and also don't wait for things to get to engagement before you pull out as God was telling you all along. Be obedient. And remember, obedience is practiced daily. So daily, whatever God is telling you to do, practice it obey 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 so that even when it comes to relationships it's also easy to obey i don't think you'll be able to suddenly obey god in your relationship and let go of something that's not good for you if you weren't able to do it um with the other stuff you know that's how god works god works in gradual progression you should take instruction while you move on to the next level you don't take a while you stay at that same level and then yeah another tip i have guys leave the physical things alone okay um yeah there's plenty of time in marriage because um, now it's your day-to-day -day life you're going to be doing life with this person you're going to have more than enough time to do physical things so you there really is no need for you to be doing the physical stuff even as a single because that's fornication read more about that in the word of god but um yeah leave the physical stuff like i don't know why you want to confuse these things like you're about to make a life decision for heaven's sake this thing is like a covenant you it's for life you want to be as sober as possible when you're making this decision. You don't want to be choosing a spouse based on the wrong criteria, you know. Um, wrong criteria being, um, is this person good in the bedroom or not? You shouldn't even be knowing things like that. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Things like that don't build a marriage. Show me a verse where it says that builds a marriage. It does not build a marriage because marriage is life. It's just a, a different way of doing life with people. So, yeah, with that being said, I would say leave leave the physical things. Like, don't even bother with it. Just leave it. But obviously, maybe we should have said that in the single phase because I think people that haven't made the decision in their single phase to um, flee from sexual immorality, it's now a bit, I guess, maybe a bit impossible to now tell them to do that now when they are engaged because they've been doing it all along so align yourself with the word of god in terms of 
sexuality, sex, what's accepted, what is not, what God says. And if and in case you don't know, um, sex is only for married people, a man and a woman, that is. So, yeah. And then for married people, babe? Yeah, married people, I think we basically spoke about a lot of the stuff that we mentioned during, I did. during this podcast. Mm. Um, I think... Okay. Yeah, I think so, everything that we spoke about in the podcast yeah. is good stuff. For married people, I just want to say, keep the flame alive, okay? If it's dead, resurrect it. Marriage is not something... It's not like uh, an animal. Like, when it's dead, it's dead, and then there's nothing you can do about it. It's not like a person. Like, when they're dead, they're dead. There's nothing you can do about it. Marriage is a very dynamic thing, if I can call it a thing. So if it's, it can be dead today and alive tomorrow, obviously provided you're willing to put in the effort and the work and the energy required so work on your marriage okay don't be looking for the easy way out solomon says that it's very foolish to commit adultery and it just it brings more harm and havoc and then and 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 yeah like you just it's just gonna cause you to see your relationships differently like once you've been cheated on or once you are the one cheating it creates trust issues when you found the person that you want to be with so yeah invest in your marriage work in it if you need time away with the kids i mean away from the kids give them to somebody i don't know who <laughs> if i know you maybe we, i can babysit for you you know um but invest in your marriage it doesn't have to be expensive but like really connect with your spouse if it's dead bring it to life if you need help see a counselor see a therapist see trusted friends don't just like look at it like uh you know you need to put effort in it so go back to how you felt you know when jesus said go back to your first love i really believe we can do that with our marriages we can go back to our first love so the butterflies we felt the effort we used to put in and everything that we talked about in this podcast go back resurrect that mm, um, that's good yeah and then for divorced people um yeah i think for 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 those who have experienced divorce and those who have gone through divorce um it's very challenging but um at the end of the day um just know that god does love you and that mm. what you have experienced is never um or never was his his plan or will um for mm. you to go through that. something like that um and remember that um god is a is a is the great redeemer a restorer mm-hmm. and um you will one day again find the person who will um love you treat mm-hmm. you the way you're supposed to be treated um care for you if it's what you desire of course yeah of course if it's what you desire mm-hmm. or if, or yeah basically um mm. yeah I think, yeah, for the divorced people, man, God is a God of hope and new beginnings. Um, but yeah, I'd just like to encourage you to also do some soul searching as well. Um, because I think sometimes they, you get people that have been like married like three times, you know, already. So if, if that's if that's you or if that's a pattern, then that, that should communicate that something is not okay. You know, so you're trying to fix something that's maybe a void that can only be fixed by God or you're using temporary solutions for permanent problems. So, yeah, so do a bit of soul searching. Um, I do, like I said in another podcast of DK, I do understand that sometimes it's your spouse that wants a divorce and not you. So, if that's the case, I pray that things do get restored 
but take it to God, you know. Um, let God heal you. He is the the potter. Let him mold you, become his clay. And um, yeah, and if you were the one that asked for a divorce, um, if it was maybe on the grounds of adultery or whatever, we need to repent. So let's let's repent to know from our sins. Maybe ask for forgiveness from your former spouse. I don't know, maybe God wants to put you guys together again. I don't know if you're supposed to be married. I don't know. Whatever you need to do, I really believe you can do it. God is a God of second, third, fourth, fifth chances. But uh, obviously, like, let's make wise decisions. I think I'm also Pumana boy like team preventing divorces we're trying to like stop as many divorces we don't want people to divorce and we believe that we can only do that by like helping people make informed decisions not only in the marriage phase but before they get married and so forth and that's i guess why we do what we do at the end of the day you know and why we share what we share um yeah maybe yeah if if, <laughs> if this one like if peeps like it we will maybe do more of these but um yeah like fix what's broken within your heart take it to god if it's a void um whatever it is you know like divorce is such a hectic thing as i've come to understand thanks to dk so if you missed that podcast go back to it and then in terms of what pum said earlier about your relationship with christ you can check out my previous podcast that's where i talk about how to come to christ um and then also in terms of marriage and ideologies i did another podcast on that on femininity and feminism you know as a woman because i'm also still figuring out the roles but biblically speaking um so yeah so it's just um, important that you just let's get our heart right let's repent if you have wronged your spouse and you were the one that asked for a divorce and you walked away when you promised your spouse you'd never leave them until death do us part then i think it's you should repent obviously first to god because you broke a covenant and then secondly to your spouse even if it's been years because i mean I, I think there's nothing stopping you from ever saying sorry to someone no matter how long it's been and yeah i think that's it babes do you have any closing remarks or anything you want to say before we wrap it up nah man all good yeah i think we've covered quite a bit i think the last part is actually like my favorite favorite like just the tips because i like to give people like stuff that they can actually use you know not so much talking about us and what we do but what can help you so if i if we're able to do that and help you stay you in the right directions for your relationships then i feel like i've accomplished my purpose but yeah guys let me know how that was um connect with me connect with poem at Pumkongo Choncho Chonko. <laughs> uh, we have a page at Promise of Success. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we have a page at Promise of Success and a YouTube channel. Oh my gosh. Maybe we actually should have recorded video. Ugh, but it's done now. Um yeah, I think I think that was good, babes. What do you think? Yeah, wonderful stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No guys, marriage is it's, it's it's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful gift from God. Just you just have to be willing to work at it. But I think that's like anything, you know. Your career, just need to be willing to work at it. Whatever it is mm. that you do, if you want it to be great, you just need to be willing to work at it. So mm. marriage is no different. You also if you want it to be great, you can just work on it. And marriage is also dynamic. So just because it was bad yesterday, it can be better tomorrow. But you need to work at it. It's not gonna. There's no switch, unfortunately. So get couples therapy if you need to. Um, yeah, find help. Speak to somebody. If maybe we can help. 
I guess mm-hmm. we, if we have can find time to help you, we, we will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's it for today, guys. God bless. And happy anniversary to us. <laughs> happy anniversary to us. We've got 98 more years, guys. We just like pray for us. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited for this journey. It's been a bliss. Like, God really lived up to his word. I think maybe one day I'll do a podcast where I tell you guys the whole story. Obviously, if you're keen. And yeah, until next time, enjoy your Sunday. Um, I'm in Durban still with my hubby and family occasionally. But yeah, (laughs) until next time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Teppy Show, the number one podcast for people who want to get their ish together and take their life to the next level. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You can also share your thoughts and leave a voice message. Thank you. Until next Sunday.